0: Hey everybody, welcome back to the Seattle Restaurant Podcast with my friend Dave Storm and my other best friend Mm, James Lim and today we've got one of my best friends in the world,
1: want to introduce yourself? Hey guys, it's uh, Matt Parker and I'm I'm calling from, I'm actually here in person (laughs) In person, yeah (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And uh, Matthew Parker, what do you own or where do you work? So I own Grill Bird in West Seattle So
0: uh, who's eating anywhere this week? Or since uh, two weeks since we last saw each other.
1: Well, I had some
2: family in town from Chicago. Ooh. So we played tourists and took them around. Uh, I'll start with the good. Um, mison pastry. Oh, Little. I love mison. I know, man. Where's that so located? Good. Bottom uh, floor of Pike's Place. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Grab yeah. some hombau. Yeah. And uh, it's delicious. There's a couple places in Pike's Place that has good humbao. Nice. Um, but, you know, we bought some fish for dinner. Uh, before that, we... Hit, um, oh, we also hit Seatown and got some oysters and some nice. crab cakes. Those were excellent. Uh, the only negative experience was really the uh, Space Needle. Why can't the <laughs> Space Needle have good
0: food, man? Because they have to get it all the way up there. Yeah, they it be the <laughs> elevator's fault. It, I, I will say, like, I mean, the, the nice thing about Pike Place, how do, you, how, do you, how do you say it? That area, that market down there? Pike's Place. Is it Pike's Place? No, I feel it's like, not. It's Pike Place. I feel like, oh, okay. Oh, no, like this is a big thing, right? No, it's not a thing. Parker, what wrong. do you call it? Pike Place. Pike Place. Pike <laughs> yeah. No, Pike you're plays, right. Pike Place. So three yeah. different
1: things. For some what, reason, that? I
2: add plural to it. Yeah,
0: it's not a person.
1: I don't know. I'm not from here. Do you say Nordstrom's.
2: Are we sure it's not a person?
1: Pike. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm just gonna <laughs> say yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm just gonna commit to That's it. That's a 99%er.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> anywhere else, Dave? Uh,
2: no, no. I got. It. Well, no. if you ever order the. The Smash Burger on the top of the Space, space Needle is not a Smash Burger. Mm. It's like those little frozen sliders that say mm-hmm. Newcastle at Safeway. <laughs> um, but, what? hey,
3: you get to spend 10 bucks on two of those. What? I went to uh, Grill King last night. Grill King. All you can eat, cream barbecue. <laughs> That's right. Did you um, Food of my people.
0: Did you uh, <laughs> take advantage of it? How did you crush it?
3: Yeah, yeah. I mean, just eat as much meat as you can. Save room. Don't eat too much rice. That whole thing.
0: Do you put meat in your pocket? Take them?
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Am an animal? <laughs> no, you just put it all on your like your stomach. That's the yeah. pocket you fill.
0: Oh, got it, got it.
3: It's also like twenty five bucks, so it's like the best deal in town.
0: Oh, 25 bucks for all you can eat.
3: Twenty five bucks. For how all you how can long eat. are
0: you allowed to camp out there? Two hours. They have do they start a clock or it's gonna no a they don't up.
3: care no we were there for like two hours and he was like you guys want more meat and we're like no we're we're full
0: got it so I wonder I wonder when they implemented that the two hour rule like who who ruined that? it's because people
3: people like they'll just post up even if they're not eating. It's more so yeah. to get people out and turn tables than anything yeah, yeah, else, yeah.
0: Because who's
3: eating for two hours straight and then being like, "I'm still hungry." Yeah.
0: <laughs> Parker, are you anywhere uh,
1: awesome you or know, something? I did. I I last week uh, had a rare night off from the kids and took the wife to see a show at the Paramount.
0: Oh, what did you see?
1: We, she, her sister, bought us Sarah Silverman tickets. Oh, nice. for Christmas, and uh, so we went to Ruth Chris. Oh yeah, haven't been there in you know twenty years. Do you, do, do is you that know a steakhouse?
0: Yeah, well that's another one where no one can get the plural right. The sure. the Ruths and yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, And do you know like they had? Did you see that big Twitter thing they did where they had a meltdown because no one knew how to say their name and they're like
3: R- Ruths Ruths Chris's Ruth
0: Ruth Chris's. I think it's Ruth place, or is it Pike <laughs> Chris? <laughs> Pike and how, how, how was that? How was how was uh, the old
1: standby? It was it was. Actually- uh, you know, so they. so good, yeah. You, the week before i gone out with uh Josh Henderson, yep, we went to Shuckers, okay. Uh, because we've been on this whole like let's eat at places from the 90s, kind yeah, of thing. okay, yeah. So we ate at Shuckers, it was fine. Um, but then Ruth Chris's was was actually better, same kind of, menu, okay, yeah, yeah, but 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 tighter. I had the prefixed uh tenderloin surf and turf with the with the wedge salad <laughs> and the um, the little dessert at the at the end, yeah, it was fine. But, um, uh, I, I, I should, no complaints. Like right. so, like solid. I, I'm telling you, I think the '90s style kind of restaurant is coming back. Yeah, like people are gonna. They don't. They don't need the the food on rocks. They don't <laughs> need any of the, you know, sh- whatever. I right. think I think people want that I, whole experience. You know, I again. keep on hearing this.
0: I, I've heard this from a couple viewers. People, people are saying like fine dining's dying, and um. Do you, I, I, a lot of people are kind of uh, saying that it has a lot to do with, like, just they're cracking down on stages and unpaid labor and blah, blah. They're saying no more clothes because of uh, the lack of stages, which I don't understand the, the math in that. But um, I don't know. Uh, what do you think? You think, because, oh, we should uh, preface uh, first that me, Dave, and uh, Matthew here, we worked together in what year? Like, uh, Tw- 2012. 2011 at the skillet diner in capitol hill we're part of the opening team and we're not gonna go down memory uh, lane too much but it is rad that uh dave was a line cook there i was a line cook and
2: i worked there on the weekends and street food during the week yeah
0: that's right right. yeah so um always kind of started the bottom uh parker was a server and uh and now we're an owner so yay uh Skillet, skillet graduation yeah um
1: but uh, but yeah, so uh, sorry. What were we talking about before that? Well, just like fine dining. I, oh yeah. I, I th- you know my take on is that you know the restaurant industry is always evolving, and sure. and, um, and so things come in and out of fashion all the time. Um, and also, it's a really big sandbox, and right. so it's there's a lot of room to play. From you know, the guy selling tamales outside you know the grocery store all the way to a Noma or something. And they're all great. And, um, but yeah, some things, you know, kind of are peaking higher than other things at different times. You know, we just got through 10 plus years of the, the, the sort of farm to table chef driven Matt Dillon kind of, you know, kind of restaurant experience. And um, now we're in a fast casual kind yep. of peak, uh, which I'm in yep. involved yep. in and love it. Um, and you know, politics and culture—you know—they're—they're gonna—they're gonna kind of like ding away at those kind of things here yep. and there. But they'll always have their place. You know, canvas will always have a place. Um, well, and, you know, I, I wonder, yeah. like, I, you know, for for—I uh, just wonder if just because there's so much
0: more money now in the fast casual, like mm-hmm. now the playing field has been leveled out, like where it used to be, like. If I'm like maybe like 80s, it's like, oh, if we go to Canlis, we tip 20. But if we go to like a teriyaki place, we're tipping zero if we do takeout. So sure. like now it's we're tipping 20 here and tipping 20 there. Um, So I don't know. I wouldn't want. I mean, I'm sure the people that work at Canlis love working there. But I'm saying like I wouldn't want to work fine dining. I forget. Literally just like get the same thing at.
1: Yeah. So a different price point. For yeah. Sure, certainly but. fast casual has leveled up. It right. is leveling up, right. which is a good thing. Right. So you're seeing better options out there also the economics are different you know there's less young people making a lot of money on in my experience and people are becoming a feeling a little more sheltered and since pandemic people have definitely kind of returned to the home as sort of the central place i i'm older now so i don't really go out but my sense is that less people are going out um as much as they as we did 15, 20 years ago. Right, right. Um, so that might have something to do with it. So I think it's a couple different things where, you know, we, the house is now the central office, the central home. Our, f- sure. our food is being delivered to us and everything's on is, is kind of coming to us and we're venturing out less. Um, and yeah, no, that, that makes people sense. People are a little nervous about the economy. So yeah. that could have a, something to do with it. Um yeah, and some people just don't want to spend $250 on a, on a dinner.
3: Yeah, it's true. For I, sure. I have a question for you. Yeah. You said 90s stuff is coming back. Um, what is your favorite 90s restaurant? Favorite 90s
1: restaurant? Or anybody. Yeah. Because
3: my instant thought, I know y'all are stupid and stuff, and you hate taco time, but I also think of Skippers.
1: <laughs> Skipper, yeah.
3: <laughs> okay. And Red Robin. But Red Robin's still around.
0: Red, mm-hmm. Yeah, I I did go to Red Robin the other day. And, Dude, I and, love Red Robin. Uh, it was just, I had like 19 kids with me, and I was like, "Fuck it, this will be easy." And like, they still yeah. somehow do a burger for like 6.99. Dude, like
3: yeah, it's one of the two, it's like one I of the two restaurants I got kicked incomplete. out of.
0: Do you know? Wait, 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 wait. hold on. Oh. how did James get kicked out of the Red Robin, and what is the other restaurant? Uh, the other one was another Korean barbecue <laughs> spot.
3: Um, and both reasons I got kicked out was for eating too much. <laughs> you, bro, I eat a lot.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. No. Walk me through the Red Robin getting kicked out of.
3: Getting kicked out of Red Robin involved us playing like f- like eight hours of soccer, like yeah. a soccer tournament, and then we all go to Red Robin afterwards, right? Bottomless fries is a lie because mm. we also got and no two-hour minimum, no two-hour minimum, and they tell you bottomless fries, and so all of us like playing soccer as like high school kids, crazy metabolisms, right? Yeah. So then we're like, hey, let's have a contest who can eat the most fries. So like eight <laughs> of us got sure. like eight baskets deep. So at this point, they've given us like 64 baskets right. of fries and they cut us off and they asked us to leave. Uh,
0: for some reason, I picture you being like 16. Was this last year or was this? No, how it, was, it was high school. Oh, high yeah, school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So cool, like
3: cool, cool. 20 years ago.
0: Uh, this is a long story I'll try to make it really quick. Um, when I was in California, me and my friends uh, took a bunch of edibles and then went to Red Lobster um, and we just like, this is, we just got so high and we ordered the whole menu, like three of us and, and then we ordered dessert and then like we we're kind of they're cleaning off the plates and we kind of look at each other and we're like I'm still fucking hungry, dude. <laughs> and like I remember the server came over and like you know he he like had the check and we're like Hey, uh, oh I remember I was super high. I was like I don't want to order any more food though. Like the server's gonna know we're high, you know, this, whatever. And um and so my friend who's a lawyer, I look at him I'm like you need to lawyer us a lobster pizza. And so the server comes over and he's like Oh, me and my constituents were discussing the matter. Blah, blah. And, um. He's like, we'd like a lobster pizza, and the guy just looked at us and like was, <laughs> and just dropped the check. And so like the joke was like my friend, that's a supposed lawyer, can lawyer himself a red uh, lobster pizza, a red lobster. But um, yeah, I, that, I would say that's the time I got kicked out. Man, and, red yeah, lobster—that's
3: c- a '90s joint for sure.
0: Oh, okay, Definitely. well then, yeah, for sure that was that's Dude, cheddar biscuits. Man, the, the, the the sea biscuits are yeah yeah. And those are, you... are those are oh you can eat too, but they're they're oh, more, they? they are, but they're more like gangster. But they'll cut you off. They don't oh, shit. Yeah, they don't care. Yeah. yeah. What about you guys? I think mine would...
2: uh, So in the 90s, I was in Humboldt County in Northern California, and I ran with a group of little young street punks, and uh, for part of the time, we were homeless, and so we ate a lot of free meal, but on our birthdays, Sweet River Saloon at Bayshore Mall in (laughs) Eureka, California gave you a free meal. Got it. And so we would... You know, the rest of us would panhandle enough change yeah. to eat while somebody else celebrated their birthday, but it all went around like that. Wow. And so, yeah, I'm going to say Sweet River Saloon.
1: Nice. Nice. I have fond memories of chilies. Chilies? Yeah, chilies. Yeah, Chili's. yeah Chili's. Wait, yeah. where'd you grow up? Northern Walmart, California. Baby okay. Because baby right. <laughs> we
3: We've don't been, really have them here.
1: Yeah, they're not, they're not really
0: around. I mean, you do. Yeah. There's not called chilies. They're called the other chain <laughs> <baby laughs> yeah. restaurant. Okay.
1: Yeah. But yeah, chilies. Yeah, they're still they're still popping.
3: Yeah, they just don't have them here for some reason. Yeah, yeah.
0: You know what? Um, uh, let's see what. You know what's really awesome? I had uh, I went to Little Woody's, and do you know how they do this like chef thing? Yeah, mm-hmm. have, have you seen this? Oh, yeah. Um, and I had a uh, mm-hmm. chef Evan from um off alley who will be here in April. Um, his uh pig ear burger. What? A, um, and it was it was red. Uh, it's funny. Me and him actually worked at Rue together, and I think I'm. I don't want to say this for sure but i believe we learned how to make pig ears together um but yeah just how rad is that that they're they're showcasing local chefs um but if you ever got to do a little woody's burger what would you do if they did a buckshot burger
2: well i'd probably have to throw some brisket on that yeah. motherfucker <laughs> <laughs>
0: what, what would the watson's uh little woody's collab be i have no idea You put me on the spot. Just Throw some coffee But It does. Yeah, we already do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know.
3: I was gonna say we already have a chicken sandwich. I'd make a possum burger. What's that? It's uh, it's like uh, it's basically a boiled pork shoulder. Okay. But it's like, well, I I sous vide it. Okay. When I do it at home, but maybe like a twenty four hour sous vide pork shoulder.
0: Fuck yeah! Nice, nice oysters and stuff. With, with what you said oysters? Or- oh, nice, yeah. nice. Um. Man, what uh, I I was driving down to a Great Wolf Lodge and I stopped mm-hmm. in Tuckawilla and yep. went to Grumpy's birria. Yeah, um, have you, have you you guys fuck with birria at all? Dude, birria oh, yeah. it's like the trend right now. Like, yeah. it, has it been around for a while? It just got popular out of nowhere, or yeah, it's been a just thing. one of those things. Yeah, yeah. Um, man, I, I will say it's funny. Uh, I um, I was doing catering for Outside Lands and uh, last minute Green Day's like, we want birria tacos for our after party, and um. Me and my friend, we work together. And we're like, all right, fuck it, we'll do it. So I'm like, I work on the meat, and you, and and you do other stuff, and uh, and I'm like, hey, you gotta make the consommé, and he goes like, okay, whoa, whoa. and he didn't realize I wasn't joking. He's never heard of birria beer, beer, tacos. Uh, so it's like we we like do our thing. people that... out there who haven't. So you want to go? Yeah. yeah what well, is well, so the to- Oh god, don't make me do this. So do it, it Sid. It's it's um it's typically oh I'm okay. Wikipedia, and I'm probably wrong, but I think it's, like, goat or and or beef. And it's basically uh, tacos and stuff like that They uh, you can dip into consomme, which is, like, a broth or, like, a stock kind of thing. Sound about right? I'm sure someone's, like, rolling over in their grave or saying, <laughs> I'm fucking this hell? up. But, but anyway. Senior, so, senior Beer is so pissed. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I remember, um, so, like, we get to service and, like, and like we're saying, I'm like, "Hey, where's consommé?" He's like, "What are you talking about?" I'm like, and he's like, "I thought you were joking this whole time." Like he thought I was talking like like a chicken consommé soup, um, and like for sure enough, first guest, like, "Oh, cool, birria tacos." Like, "Where's the consommé?" He's like, "Looking at me," like, "I thought you were fucking me." And it, it was fine. No one, no one fucking cared, and it was delicious. Um, that's just how catering is when you're like in in a festival and you have access to nothing. Um, but yeah, Grumpy's birria, I highly recommend.
1: Well Wait, well. you guys didn't give your answers for what burger you'd make. My so I put burgers on the menu in sort of a <laughs> I homage saw that. slash response to Lil Woody's doing their thing. Okay. Um big fan of Lil Woody's, yeah. big fan of their chef series. I love that. Like they yeah. they're, they're 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 they do so well. But then I got into the game about, you know, a month ago as a as a way to uh, well, we were so slow. Right. That was the thing. What what, what,
0: what year is this month? Last month. Last month
1: gotta get. Yeah. So, you know, the restaurant was kind of dead from November through, well, through February. So at the end of January, I was like, oh my God, I need to, I need to like put out some, some easy stuff, you know? And, um, and so I put together a little burger flight, little menu. And now it's doing like really well. And, oh, so you still, you still have burgers. Yeah. And so it's not going to be on forever. It's taking up a ton of space. Kinda, sure, sure, It's kind of stressing out the, the staff. Um, it doesn't really fit the brand, <laughs> so to speak. But you know, but it's selling. But it's, <laughs> but, it's but it's making money. And then, we, you know, since we don't have a flat top, I can't do you know smash right. burgers. Yeah, yeah. But I use a. Um, I kind of fake it in the way that I I take the beef and I uh, put it through a tortilla press. <laughs> Oh, and I nice. flatten yeah. the shit out of it and then yeah, I char and then I ch- char grill it, which is like, you know, there's not a lot of grilled burgers out there right yeah. now. So so that's how we keep them thin and and yeah, yeah. but grilled. And then um and yeah, and I've always just been made, you know, burgers on the side yeah. and um never really, you know, you, you never really in the business, you know, if you're on the low Part of the totem pole you don't get your burger on the menu yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. until yeah. like you have some so- sort of say so finally as i now that i have say i yeah. can put my yeah. version yeah. <laughs> so we came up with three and um there's like the grill burger which is like a caramelized onion with a with a tamari sesame mayo and then um we do a bacon cheeseburger which is like ketchup uh, yeah. and ketchup and mustard um kind of like a burger king style with uh oh. ice chilled yeah um Uh, onion yeah Yeah, fresh onions yeah that uh that we that we chill down first and then the last is called the zesty boy (laughs) and uh that is um that's a that's a a double cheese with bacon uh mama lil's peppers and Mm. an onion ring with the spicy mayo and so but zesty boy comes from my daughter who you know as i've shown her pictures of myself in high school i was you know questionable and uh and uh, ex- i don't know and and um so she we like
2: the boy next door, man.
1: I will, you know, the 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 boy who maybe liked the boy next door. You know, I was I was like I don't know what I was, but um I was a little bit of a of little bit of a goth kid and a little bit of uh um I don't know. I was I was uh, zesty, let's say. So anyways, <laughs> Bora was like that's kind of her what she would call me. She's right. like, "Oh, you, you, zesty, know, yeah. you look Zesty." And now when she's like describing like when she went to go see Harry Styles and she saw the the boys yeah. dressed up there, she's like, "Oh, they were Zesty the boys." Zesty, yeah. So now this is a little a little inside joke for her right. and then also just a way for like regular people to like feel slightly uncomfortable with <laughs> <Yeah. having to laughs> the Zesty boy. I,
0: you know, that's um, you know, I'm I'm sorry they having a slow month, but I will I don't I hope you don't mind me sharing this. Um you opened in what year?
1: Or when would, when do you start planning grillboard? We we we're, I was planning it um the summer of 2019 and we opened in February of 2020. Oh shit. Yeah. Okay,
0: so yeah, so I uh I remember you hit me up and you just need a couple bucks. Like you were looking yeah. for investors. Um I remember I gave you a couple bucks, and yep. then when quarantine hit, I go, bye-bye money, I'll never see that again. Right. And It wasn't a big deal. I was like, you know what, we all got fucked. Sure. Um and then literally, like, I think you're supposed to pick back in a year and like Three weeks later, I got paid back because you
1: just like, I mean. So that that was really easy. So what happened is I had um, the first round of looking for money was, um, you know, I really didn't have any to begin with. So then I sent out a business plan to about 30 people who I thought had money. <laughs> and I had 30 no's. Right. And then out of the blue, an old friend of my mother's who my mom had talked to. Just came through with 25k. it's like, "Here you go. I believe in you." And I'm like, "What? This is so great!" So that kind of kickstarted it. And then a lot of credit cards later, mm-hmm. we got that place open. But when I hit you up, it was like the last week or two before <laughs> I just needed some opening yeah. cash, and I knew that like it didn't work the first time tr- looking for the big bucks. Yeah. So what I did is I I um and I recommend this to people looking for money quickly is to hit up. You know, I hit up 10 people for $1,000 each right. and I got 10 yeses yeah. in 24 hours. So ha. that totally worked. Well, and the, the um, reason I bring yeah. that
0: up was more the fact that like your business model was very quarantine friendly and, and yes. friendly. You like because uh, you redid the the your the, the layout of your building to just make it so people
1: can just grab food and go. Yeah. So when I was thinking about what I wanted to do, you know, the I obviously we all wanted to. We've all wanted our own places, (laughs) but we've all had a lot of time to think about what that would be. But when I seriously thought about it as my first thing, I was like, well, it's got to be something I can manage. I I would love to open a diner, but that's the staffing on that's insane, and and I don't have that kind of uh, experience or capital to to make that happen right now. So I was like, I need something small. And then I was also thinking about recessions. So I was following all these finance people on YouTube, and they are like, oh, it's coming. We're going to get the— It's going to be 2008 all over again in 20, you know, saying that about 2020, but of course, nobody knew about the pandemic. This was kind of being talked about, like it was going to be the second coming of the housing crisis plus student debt. I was like, makes sense to me. What would a recession proof restaurant look like? And so I started looking thinking, I just thought about it like it was a school project or something. Like I wanted to be really smart about it. And then, um, so as, we were. I was working through that process. Um, you know, it had to be takeout. It mm-hmm. had to be fifteen dollars or less. It had to be, you know, um, delivery and and counter model and all this stuff. And then I and then I sort of, kind of, f- fell into teriyaki, right. which was sort of right in front of us. It was like, oh, what's something that we all eat uh, every month, but we never talk about, and what's something For that sure. is truly seattle but oh yeah but not recognized as like the state dish but it probably should be
0: what um for people that don't know what is the difference between seattle teriyaki and regular teriyaki
1: so seattle teriyaki is unique in the way that it is char grilled chicken with a pretty sweet sauce and mounds of rice um it was also you know some say birthed here in seattle in the late 70s by toshi Uh, who had come here uh, and opened up a little shop in Lower Queen Anne. Back then, it was really hard to import a lot of ingredients that you would make a traditional Japanese teriyaki sauce, like mirin and sake. So he changed the recipe, kind of put a loads more sugar and rice wine Just based on what
0: he can get around here. Mm -hmm.
1: Now, again, in Japan, hard to find teriyaki chicken exactly the way that you would experience it in the States. Right back over there, it's... More of a delicate brushed on sauce on fish, so he sort of took. He had some, you know, he's Japanese, but he'd come from Hawaii, I believe, and he had kind of, kind of brought all these um, inspirations together, and then was like, "I'm going to put out this kind of working man's food for, right. for for lunch goers," and it was a hit. And then in the you know 80s, there was um, as you know a a lot of Korean immigration to the West Coast. Well, to the whole Mm -hmm. whole country, but, uh, you know, mainly to California, but loads to Washington State. All super industrious, looking for ways to start businesses. So they see what Toshi's doing, and then they start kind of opening up their kind of copycat versions. And now teriyaki is, like, flourishing in the 80s. Toshi franchises... Oh no shit! Okay. Then retires. That's why you see those Toshis yeah. all over the place. He retires, but then, like a decade and a half later, comes back, and now he still owns. Oh no kidding! A, his store with his wife up in Mill Creek Town Center. Oh, that's amazing! Um, what, a, what a great story. Like oh, things, that one's him. That's him. Oh. and he's like eighty something years old. I mean, have you met him? I have met him. Cool. Um, yeah, I have, I've i bought food from him and met him, but he doesn't know that. I do this, yeah. you know. this if his is like the worst? What's that? What if you go and his is like the He's worst like, teriyaki? You're just like, "Oh, what is this shit?" Yeah, yeah. But, you know, in the beginning all we were trying to do was or all I was trying to do was match Seattle teriyaki and try to you know, excel at that. Yeah. And chain and also modernize it for some of the things I thought the modern customers looking for. So I knew that there was a lot of gluten free folks out there and i could eliminate soy sauce and sure. swap it out for tamari and that was the basis of all my sauces and that covered like 80% yeah. of my menu so that was easy um we would be open on sundays so traditionally or you'll, you'll historically you'll see a lot of shops are just closed on sundays because mm, they're korean korean they're golfing and or going Christian. to church yeah. you know yeah they're like all going to church yeah yeah so I was like, that's cool. I can be open on Sundays. And then we were going to build a brand around it. So we were going to have a branded experience and also, you know, all the online payments and, and mobile pay and everything like that. So that's how – those are the things that I started with. But within, like, a few weeks, we just realized that the food tasted different. I mean, I had built a team of all Western chefs and and all my, my equipment was Western. Right. We weren't cooking in walks or yeah, anything yeah. like that. And um, – and it's not like I had been cooking teriyaki for a very long time. Like I, yeah. I just, I only had like a few months practice. Right. So, but I have a lot of family in Hawaii and um, of course I, so I'm passionate about Hawaii and their, and plate lunches. And so we I kind of built this menu that, that took teriyaki, but then added some plate lunch aspects. Um, You know, Jose came on, Jose yeah. Contreras came yep. on and, developed the the fried cauliflower dish which is like my third biggest seller and so we just started to have different items and then i made like a teriyaki pot roast and so from very early on we were just going to go and in our own direction with it and that's kind of how we have continued to go where you know there's the mom and pop teriyaki shops which we love and 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 support and then I see us as just being different. Like, sure. we're not a competitor. We're not better or worse. We're just a, you know, we're That's just different. Thing. Yeah. yeah. So.
0: And what of you know, something that, uh, you know, I, everyone might know you as a restaurant owner now, but, like, when I worked with you at Skillet, and um, and and I know this because uh, you actually helped me with my wedding and my altar and stuff oh, like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. um, You're really big in design. Um, sure. And, uh, like, you had a lot to do with Josh and Westward, I believe, and mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Um, how did you, can you talk a little bit about your design, uh, how does design come to play uh with your restaurant with with Grillbird?
1: Yeah. So I wish it had currently a bigger role to play, but <laughs> what happened is I ran out of money yeah. um to make it look as cool as I had sure sure made other restaurants in the past. But but yeah, design is super important to me and and um and is to the brand and um but you know and it's just something I've been doing as long as I've been in this business since I was a teenager. So, and that, you know, I paid the bills by waiting tables, but I was an artist really. And I produced art shows and I was trying to be a part of the art community. So those were always two things that were, you know, working in parallel but separate until sort of the skillet thing happened. And I sort of merged the two into, um, you know, this made up role of creative director (laughs) and convinced Josh to take me with him and stuff. And so that's how I became a restaurant designer um, overnight, which was just, you know, uh, you know, it just started with me designing his business cards and designing some flyers. And then the next thing you know, he's like, I'm jumping ship. We're going to open up. We're going to start Huxley Wallace Collective. And we've got two restaurants that we need to design. i was like, great, let's do it. So (laughs) damn. So that's how that happened, and then you know, so ten years of that, um, and then by the time that kind of ended, I was like, well, I st- you know, I still want to be in this business, but
2: I'd like to mention yeah. Matt is being modest. He actually got uh, nominated for a James Beard. Oh, Award that's right for uh, the design of Westward. Yeah, oh, shit. we were all super proud of him. You know, it's, that's it's amazing.
0: Yeah, it's um, yeah, fuck, I totally forgot about that. Um, you know, and here's another thing. Parker had a very, very good big part of uh, me starting Kutu because um, when I was trying to figure out what I want to do, uh, you were got so goddamn helpful because um, if you follow me on Instagram or anything, blame Parker because he kind of, I along with my friend John Oaks, Parker was the one that's like, like I didn't even want to do Instagram, and I was like, "He's like, dude, just get a page, put up like six
1: pictures, and just and all this shit." I, you were you were like, it's, I, "I don't even want to put that much energy to." I'm like, "This is gonna blow up, man." Dude, this is I gonna did not want to put any from
0: any energy into Instagram, and and you fucking you're so goddamn prolific. My role profil- now is
1: more of like the curmudgeon of like of telling people like just don't make it suck, you know and. Um, <laughs> And yeah, so we had a lot of conversations, and I'm glad you're. It looks the brand looks great. Thank Obviously, you. No, it, it, it's turned out so well um, for you. So. You know, I think I think Super one of the proud. biggest
0: messages uh, that you were trying to send to me, and I have learned from other graphic designers, like put the money, put the time into it. Like, and and I didn't have any money when I was starting could too. and um, you know, you have to go. Okay, do I want a generator, or do I want to put another fifteen hundred bucks into like? This graphic design thing, but it yeah. pays off. I hear it all the time. My friend Dan Armading uh, did all the graphic design on it, and he spent a ton of time on it. And and um, I hear it all the time. People are like, wow, like, this yeah. blows me away. Um, so so uh, I did want. you said we wanted to bring up uh, some fun old skillet stories. Sure. Uh, to wrap it up. Um, any and Dave, do you wanna you wanna kick it? off? Oh, actually, James, do you have any good skillet stories?
3: Yeah. Um, I went to skillet once, and um,
0: <laughs> and, and, there was and there a brown guy. There was yeah. Server I saw I saw someone... a brown dude
3: sneeze into the dish, and I was like. Yeah, I don't know if I'll come back here. <laughs>
0: no. Um, Dave, hit us with a with a good skillet story. Oh God! I, um, well, actually, I will say because those were your drinking days. Because uh, on, on, on Super Bowl, uh, Dave celebrated ten years sober. Correct, congratulations. Uh, congratulations, Parker. Yes. How
1: long you been? I've been. F- uh, f- what is it? 14 years. 14 man. years. Yeah, cool. Right. I'm about
0: 700 days, James. I nice. still drank. <laughs> I had a beer last night. <laughs> we're
2: still going to try to get James to smoke some weed today, yeah, though. Right.
0: <laughs> um, uh, but I do, like, I mean, so, and I was a heavy drinker back then, so some of those stories are a little blurred. I yeah. do remember. I remember, like, chasing you through the truck and all that stuff. Oh, uh, yeah, but... man. You were
2: there for a lot of it. Um, I think one of my, my favorite skilled stories is um, it was a summer. We were all working hard hour days sometimes we just spend the night at, at the, in the kitchen and uh cause it was summer wedding time and so but there was this dishwasher there his name was Jack and this dude was rough and uh so were we but we were much younger I don't know whose idea it was but we ended up you know after uh getting off work sometimes we drink a lot uh, <laughs> you know we go close nine pound hammer and sometimes oh god there was some other shit involved but uh we ended up like forming a fight club and we would, we, we, we would oh, move right. yeah we would move all the fucking tables out of the way <laughs> and box and we I think, I think this dude Jeff ended up breaking yes yeah he broke uh, the dishwasher's ribs. and then you know you got to answer the next day like yeah. where's the dishwasher he said his ribs are broke you know and, and he's what's going on around here man and uh but yeah so we had fight club ended but yeah. um <laughs> But yeah, there was a
1: it was, it was some fun days. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Parker, any any uh... Well, I was sober by then, so I okay, was g- a good yeah, boy. Were, but uh, yeah. um, but no, I had I had uh, hustled for to meet Josh for about a year or two before he opened the diner. Okay. And I had been stalking the truck and I'd been starting to send him emails saying that, you know, hey, I'm I uh, at that time I think I was Doing a lot of event planning, I was like, "Hey, I can you know help you run your events and all this stuff." All these like cold emails. Yeah, yeah. Well, it so happened that there was a dude who worked for him that was kind of like one of his seconds in in commandish, mm-hmm. who knew me, who knew who didn't like me, <laughs> and um, because of a, of a girl he liked that was a friend of mine, and he was like you know jealous about it or something. And then um, he had he had talked to Josh and said like, "Hey, just like." throw this guy's resume away oh shit and will you name him now (laughs) yeah let's bring him down uh fight club let's go anywho so (laughs) but then you know it's like at the end of the day you know it only just took a a couple years but now you know josh and i are homies and we've been been besties for for 10 plus years and so i always kind of look back on it like you know like I, can't, I can't, he's
0: gonna be on the uh, show, I think in two weeks. Oh great! Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. very excited. I'm
3: excited to meet him because I feel like he feels like a mythical creature to me. <laughs> he, I mean, it's <laughs> he it's like, like anything where it's like, yeah, I was gonna say more yeah, like a unicorn yeah, with or a beard. Got it. Uh,
0: you know, if if you you know, he's he's a very hated man, a very loved man. Um, oh, I, I love I love to death. So it yeah. should be a great. Should be a great podcast. Cool, yeah. cool. Um, I'm trying. I mean, we were talking about Macklemore before mm-hmm. this. Um, oh yeah,
2: everyone's uh, so Macklemore's playing a free concert tonight. i
0: don't mean need, He needs the fucking promotion. <laughs> no, <laughs> no I'm, I'm just saying. Like, but uh, we were talking about that. But I, I do remember we were doing a, um, a fundraiser for Mayor McGinn at the Paramount, and for some reason Macklemore was. Playing. I was there. I think. And okay, so so maybe it was you- for the children. Was it for the children's?
1: It was also? for the children. <laughs> no no like
0: a Get him reelected thing Okay okay I remember we sh- Maybe we were working We shut down uh, We were like ready to go out And then The front house person I won't name his name But we know who that piece of shit is uh, <laughs> But um He's like Hey oh uh, you gotta uh, Macklemore wants food Like you gotta make food for him And um and we're like, cool, we are charging him, right? And he's, like, a little backstage idiot, you know, just going around. Uh-huh. And and so, like, we set up everything, and we're assuming we're getting paid for this, and, like, we make, like, 150 bucks worth of burgers, like, hand them out, like, no tip, no money. What? And, uh, yeah, so that's, and then I've, I've heard, it's funny when um, I was on Reddit this morning, and they were talking about the concert, and, like, seven of the comments, like, yeah, Macklemore doesn't tip, and, like, all this shit. That's so, amazing. Oh, oh, shit. So, so yeah, I don't the know. Sa-
2: the same thing ha- happened to me where I was for the children's hospital and you know raised hundreds of thousands of dollars and shit. and then we packed up the airstream and we wanted to leave and we were on it was at the show box down market and so we were we could have just gotten the truck and left but yeah same thing like whoever was managing that night was like no you guys gotta wait till after this is over and so we were literally trapped at a Macklemore
3: show. <laughs> oh God! All right, Matt, your turn. What's your Macklemore hate story? I
0: don't have. He don't, loves you know, remember, Macklemore. Remember, there was something with like <laughs> one of the owners of Skillet. Uh, whatever. That was, no. that
2: was a no, thing. No. Thanks for cleaning up, but... cleaning up, cleaning up the Duwamish, <laughs> Mac.
1: <laughs> he he. Like I said, he makes my daughter happy, and um, so I, I'm a fan. Yeah. yeah I also
3: ahead. love $800 like Bogey Boy shirts. Dude, he's got yeah. some little hits. In their lines, and, yeah, whatever. I, okay. as a, as a, I say that I'm looking at a guy who's wearing a billionaire boys club shirt, <laughs> <I> know, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, but I also don't rap about like paying too much bucks, too much money for a T-shirt, right? That's <laughs> true. So yeah, um, I don't know, whatever. So uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Is that it? I will say uh, I do want to talk about a movie that I saw, um, that I highly recommend. I'm mm-hmm. not getting paid for this or anything, but it's called Spin Me Round. It has Allison Brie, um, and a bunch of other funny people, and it's about uh, it's like kind of a take on um Olive Garden how they send. People to Tuscany, have you ever heard about like Olive Garden? Oh, has yeah. a, so, like, it's a movie. Olive kind of Garden co- does that. Y- you gotta see this movie, it's fucking hilarious. Like, if you is a comedy, right? It's a comedy, um, it's got to be, be. <laughs> like the dude from, um, yeah, a ton of people are in it, and uh, it, it, I feel like it's on Hulu, and I feel like it did not get the press. Is a, a
2: soundtrack around, round, baby, round, round, record, baby, round,
0: round. <laughs> Um, oh, I do want to give a shout out to a fun restaurant I found um, over on Leary, ST Hooligans. You drive by it all the time. They don't have like a real sign, they have like a banner. Um, it's in Freelard, kind of in that area next to the dish, um, next to Big Mario's. Um, mm-hmm. ST Hooligans. It's a uh, fried chicken and like barbecue. Um, and I drive, um, I work right there and I drive by it all the time. And like I had some time to kill and checked it out. Delicious fried chicken. Um, really great, great space. So ST Hooligans um, in Freelard. Um, was that an ad what that was happened? an ad i know i think it was <laughs> what just happened i what just because i didn't shit on a restaurant i ad? i would <laughs> like to see
2: the hot chicken sandwich trend hit seattle
0: oh like nashville hot chicken yeah because I'm,
2: I'm going to nashville oh. next month and so I'm, I'm making a list of all these places you, i want to have me. you had
3: nashville hot chicken doesn't
2: I haven't. doesn't Dude, sisters and brothers trash brother? well we used Ugh. to make a form of it on the, our old uh, food truck odin star mm-hmm. and oh, uh, yeah. uh but i had never had it before i was just following uh you know the instructions i was given i'm like yeah. okay here you go. Yeah. Cool. Super spicy. Super yeah. crunchy. Great. But uh, I know it's a big like trend
0: over there, and so I'm
3: looking. Yeah. Forward when to I was in Nashville, out. I probably had hot. I probably had like Nashville hot chicken every single day for like ten days straight. It's yeah. fine.
0: I think you said this trend. You had it ten days in a row, but you, tr- you different didn't like places it. because oh, and I you, was you were like, searching. You're like it's yeah, because yeah, be. I was like because everyone
3: was like, when you're here, you got to have the hot <laughs> chicken, and I was like, okay, you know you not just go to Popeyes and get it. Dude, I would rather have Popeyes. <laughs> yeah. No, actually, there were some I mean, places that were that, but okay. That's pretty but much like, anytime
0: though. Like it's just any still, restaurant.
3: Yeah, thing, I would rather. have <laughs> It's all just like it's a super oily. You know,
2: it's like it's like yeah, because yeah, like yeah, like the that, whole
0: base is what bacon fat, brown red, sugar,
2: and habanero. Our recipe was just cayenne and butter. No, 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 no. It'll be that It'll be way better <laughs> than that, dude.
0: You don't. Yeah, it's. It'll be way better
3: than that. It's just like bad Sichuan. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But
0: um, but I I feel like Sisters and Brothers kind of has that locked down like um. Have you have you you, you well you see that
2: when Georgetown I lived went. in Georgetown, yeah, yeah. it was right kinda of across the street from my house. But yeah. um they moved again. Yeah, they're in I Queen don't N- live in Georgetown, so I haven't been in their new I, location. I go I go
0: there at least once a month. Um and I like spicy shit. Obviously I own a hot sauce company, but like I think the medium is like pretty brutal for me. So
2: every, every year I I've been trying to go on like a bar, barbecue pilgrimage. So last year I went to Austin, ate a bunch of barbecue. This year I'm flying into Nashville and I'm gonna rent a car and eat barbecue from Nashville through Tennessee and Kentucky up to Ohio. Oh, shit. And I did so, enjoy the barbecue. Actually, I enjoyed barbecue in Columbus and Nashville. Cool. So um, if anybody's got any places they think I should eat that, let us know.
0: Nice. Um, I will – sorry Sorry to uh, – uh, I don't know. <laughs> whatever. So Chef DeMond, who, who did the Wu-Tang Dinner, and he, formerly of ARC, and we worked together at Brent Circuses, um, he is starting a new barbecue thing, and he's utilizing koji um and i am not smart enough to explain it but like i've been seeing him do these science experiments and stuff and it's crazy he's doing this koji marinade and uh i'm we're gonna have him on and he'll talk about it um parker it looks like you have something to say
1: what well, no <laughs> i i was i was fucking with koji and i'm like well how do you get it how do i get it cheap because yeah uh i can't i couldn't find buckets of it which yeah. is what i would need so are that you, was
2: are you comfortable of telling us what koji is matt uh no.
1: well, we'll have demand
2: no. on That'd be a he, no.
0: he demand uh he loves talking about it okay and, cool. and he's literally doing this like two-week course about it online and this crazy right. so we'll we'll have him on um let's see anything else we want to talk about
1: uh I just got uh I just got a a, a ding from the liquor control board oh about shit. 10 minutes before I walked in here Whoa. oh shit. so this guy called my 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 this guy my <laughs> employee calls me he said hey the liquor <laughs> control board just came in yeah You got a little citation because DoorDash delivered alcohol to a minor, and it was a Sting thing. It was, like, set up by us. And because you're third party, you get a citation, too. That's bullshit. That's total bullshit. That's total, total bullshit. Total bullshit. So wow! I'm like, well, how the hell Dang. am I supposed to? What am I do, supposed to do about people, that?
3: What kind of liquor do you uh, sell through
1: Doordash? Beer or whatever?
3: Just little uh, those airplane vodkas? No, it's <laughs>
1: just I just have a, a retail like grocery store beer and wine license. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. People, beer people beer hate so.
0: Doordash right now. I think April first is like the national like Doordash boycott day or something. Oh dude, like I cut them all off. Yeah, like, we don't. I don't use that shit either. You know, yeah, okay, so okay. Fuck, I'm I'm looking into it right now, um, for a project I'm working on, and yeah, yeah it
1: seems like a nightmare. It well, is. I don't use them. They're I'm not on account with them. I use them through Toast. God. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. they have oh. the they have that kind of. That's program. why you got
2: Toast because it, it worked great probably during the pandemic.
1: Yeah, I don't know if it's it was it's even it's it's different or anything or it makes a difference. Um, but yeah, I just offer you know I'm exclusive with Uber Eats, but then through through. Toast is Yeah, it's like integrated, it's integrated, yeah, and um, that's why people it's get fine. Toast. Like, I don't really notice a huge
3: you know difference. That's funny, but the, the toast person was like, You can use DoorDash, and I was like, No, and they're like, yeah. It's already integrated. And I was like, No, yeah, oh, good, thanks. I so,
0: uh, I'd love to close it out with something that's uh, has been grinding my gears mm. uh, for, for decades in the restaurant industry. Um, and I'll, I'll ask you guys a question as restaurant owners, how many towels do you let your staff use?
2: <laughs> oh my god, dude, this, I, I. I threaten to take the towels away yeah. every day. What yeah. the fuck? Okay. All right. So, so at Dahlia, when I worked at Dahlia, sometimes, uh-huh. uh, like you would get, I mean, it depends what chef yeah, yeah, you work for. Yeah, yeah. I, I went through two chefs there. Um, but you would get like three towels yeah. two dry one wet. Yep. And those are yours for the, uh, the whole service. Yep. So I fold towels every day and I make sure that my bar has towels mm-hmm. and, uh, that the cooks have towels and, there's towels next to the sandy and all that shit, but man, like we get there at nine, and by the time we open, their towels are gone. You know? And <laughs> I'm yeah. like, "What the fuck just happened, guys?" Like, and I'll tell them these old like kitchen stories, like yeah. back back yeah, in that, my day, yeah, you would have to hide right, right, towels right, in, right. in the in but, the. But I mean, I yeah. got plenty of towels, so then I have to check myself and be like, "Shut the fuck <laughs> up, Dave."
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Parker, how many towels do you let you guys use? Yeah, so we we just we we have like 130 a week or I don't know whatever we get like seven bags a week. All right. And we hide, yep. we six of those bags a day in the office, and then we ration. You know, and yeah, it's yeah. like all right, you can go through a bag, and that's it. So it gener- it used to be a bigger problem. Now it's not. Although yesterday I come in, we're out, and we had to throw like all these towels in the in the sanitizer yeah. <laughs> in the dishwasher, yep. clean them up. Um, I don't know why but You're about uh, to get
0: dinged From the health department again Uh, James James, how many many, It's it's harder James how many towels Do your employees use I don't ration I don't like ration it too hard
3: But I I basically shame them Yeah Cause it's like (laughs) It's like a wet towel right And then they're like Oh I gotta throw this in the the bin I'm like why Just rinse it out And they're like God you're a wet towel Yeah for sure (laughs) I mean but the thing is like Cause we get like 200 something a week Yeah. Yeah So I'm just like just rinse it out. If it's if it's super dirty, rinse it out and throw in the sandy bucket. And I got a new sandy towel. So, it's,
0: <laughs> so I mean, I, but why not? I feel like I, I broke out, of, I broke free because like with Kutu, I probably go through 30 t- 25 towels in four hours. Is that one like bag? It no, I just like I have a box. That I keep twenty five towels in and I go through all of them. Okay, because it's a very messy process. I'm constantly cleaning. It's like always throw me crazy. Cause but like, you're also like a, a like a, a cart. You're not. Yeah, you don't yeah. have like yeah. Yeah, what's that, what, what how's that change? How many towels you're supposed to use?
3: Well, it, it doesn't change that. I'm just saying, like, for your access to like go wash them and stuff like that's a little different, no?
0: I even well, no, no, I feel, a hand I feel like most of my career has been like, here's your three towels for the day, and it, yeah. it just never made sense. Because I've like,
2: seen chefs make employees take all the towels home and wash them, and they're like a bunch of that's greasy, illegal. grimy yeah. shit. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, that's illegal. As like a punishment. Yeah, like, I remember. I used to be I in the I'd Here, be like, eat this towel. <laughs> this is a true story. When I started uh, Brent Circuses, uh, Bob, when the original um, from Skillet, Bob from Skillet jumped mm-hmm. over um, and he would take home the towels and wash them. And I don't know what the fuck happened, um, but it, the bag of towels caught fire in his car. Oh my from God. From a combination of bleach or whatever, like we're doing whatever weird shit we were cooking. Literally just had a bag of towels spontaneously combust Weird. in his truck and caught his truck on
3: fire. Dude, when we were in the days of, like, really trying to save money, I've taken home plenty of towels and napkins and washed them.
2: Oh, oh yeah, there's the shame in it, but forcing somebody
3: to... Yeah, that's fucked And up. I think
2: it was a front-of-house
3: girl, too. So
0: <laughs> I was just like, what the fuck is wrong with you, dude? I mean,
3: you ever see the guys, though, who, like... They're aproned up and they have like eight towels hanging from their bodies. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. Shit.
0: Oh, yeah, like like the, the final boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. they just, just it's like, like a to spin around, <laughs> yeah, to, like, it's like you know. Samurai
2: going into action. Yeah.
0: Oh man. Uh so much fun. Parker, uh, any final things you want to talk about? Uh any any new projects, um, products? What's your social media handles
1: so we can follow you and stuff? At Grillbird. That's it. Damn, Damn you got Grillbird. I got Grillbird. Yeah. Trademark too. Nice.
0: <laughs> um but no
1: no new projects coming up uh that you're nothing to talk about? nothing really yeah nothing really solid just you know we're just working on on trying to get a second one going oh it. and uh, growing growing it out so um it takes us so long to do that
0: well um, it's a it's a, yeah. it's a great neighborhood spot and, and yeah. i'm really proud of what uh you guys have done over there thanks, well guys. again um thanks thanks for joining us um we'll be back uh next week with um i think josh but uh thanks for hanging out guys Bye. Bye. What does this
3: remind me of?
2: Dude, it does, huh?
3: It's, It's like, not Rick and Morty. It's something like that, though.